Hey guys, you're listening to another episode of Brew Roots. I'm Emily. And I'm Matt. And this is the podcast that brings you the stories behind your favorite beer. And you know what? Last week I was a little harsh on you guys. And this week's no different. You need to follow us on social media because we post some pretty rad shit. Yeah, we do. It's Brew Roots on everything. So Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Make sure you're following. And if you aren't already doing this, get your fingers typing on your smartphone or your computer or whatever because you need a shirt on tap. I'm wearing my shirts on tap from lovely Chicago. It's a dope ass shirt. Uh, so what shirts on tap does is they partner up with breweries across six major U.S. cities. So Chicago, San Diego, Dallas, and they're expanding to other cities as it goes. So you let's can, bring them to Boston. We're trying. We're trying. Uh, so basically, with the promo code Brewroots, you get your first box for five dollars, and that's such a good deal because tell me the last time you spent five dollars on a quality shirt crickets 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 yeah that's right you've never so yeah the Go next to- two boxes are 18 bucks you get them for three months yeah and honestly like support your local brewery but i know every time i go to buy a shirt it's 25 to 30 dollars you can get one for 18 and they're awesome and you can customize the shirt material that you want so if you want that form-fitting nice soft feeling you can do that or emily if you want ones that you like like i like the masculine boxy ones you can do that and you can customize the size so head over to shirtsontop.com and you can do that make sure you use the promo code brewroots uh for your first box for five dollars and remember drink better beer wear better shirts yeah hell yeah so matt this is our season two finale and it's been a hell of a season it has been a hell of a season. It's been a hell of a year. A lot of changes have happened for us. What's what's happened in your life in 2018? Oh my gosh, so much stuff. Uh, yeah, I I left a job. <laughs> I got a new job. Well, I had the, that job in 2017. I don't know. I didn't work less. I worked more. It's true. You quit yeah. a job and you still worked more. Yeah. So. uh he, 2019 is to continue in on that path you have a cool lady in your life yep i have a cool man in my life yep a lot has changed for both of us i also have a new job i traveled this year i went to california yeah i went to i went to texas I went uh, to new york a bunch most off i drank a lot of good beer and a lot of it was sent by amazing listeners um so i wanted to thank some of those listeners a little bit later in the episode but yeah, we're gonna we've drank amazing outs. beer this year. Yeah, this has truly been a banner year for me in terms of what I have tried with craft beer. Like before this, I don't think I would have ever reached for some of the stuff that you've brought to me. Like I've learned so much just from doing the podcast, the research that's gone into our episodes, and meeting all of the cool people behind the beer. And I truly think this has been like the year of beer for me. It has. Uh, it has been the year of beer for me and my waistline. <laughs> Truths. Yes. So I wanted to talk a little bit about what's happening in the country in 2018 in terms of the craft beer industry and how it's been changing. So we know that it's a growing industry, but by just how much, really? Matt, did you know that in 2017, there were about 6,300 breweries open and operating? But as of now, there are over 7,000, and that number is still growing. So we're paced to be at a 20% growth 
by next year yeah, so in the amount of breweries open. Yeah, so the crazy number that we got was uh, there was over 7,000 breweries open in October. Right. So obviously we're in, De- we're in December right now, middle of December. There are slated for almost 1,000 more breweries to open from October to the end of the year. We'll get those numbers by next year. It'll yep. be exciting to see how it's grown. And another thing that's important to uh, make note of is the growth in sales. So 5% growth in craft beer sales overall in the U.S. And over 500,000 people are working in the industry. In the United States. Right, exactly. And another cool stat that I found was that 85% of adults in this country live within 10 miles of a brewery. So that that number specifically is 21 plus adults. Right, adults... Imply, of drinking yeah. age, yes. Uh, and that's definitely true for both Emily and myself. Uh, moreover, myself, I live within a mile of two breweries. Yeah, same. And I, I live within definitely like five miles of at least two or three. For sure. And 1.1 million home brewers in the U.S. contributed to 1% of overall beer production in the country. Yeah. Shout outs to our home brewers. Yeah. So 2018 has definitely been the year of the hazy IPAs. Wouldn't yeah, there have been some crazy trends happening with the hazy IPAs, but I mean, we're also seeing some milkshakes and lactose beers really coming to prominence. Yep. Brewed IPAs. What do you think of the hazy IPA, Matt? Cool or not cool? Uh, so as many of our listeners know, I think I'm okay with the hazy IPA, um, but your beer, as our guest last week, Pipe Dream, put it, um, your beer doesn't have to be hazy to be tasty. For sure. And but I, I'm a fan. Definitely a fan of those juicy, hazy IPAs. New England style, yeah. I would be sad to see them go. I know that you'd probably not be as demolished about that. That would be a trend that I'd like to pump the brakes on. Because I think we're seeing a lot of amazing stouts. We're seeing a lot of amazing lagers. A lot of amazing pilsners. Yeah, the growth of lagers is definitely happening. People yep. are starting to recognize that style a little bit more. So... I think 2019 will be an interesting year. Hopefully people will dive a little bit more into like the Belgian styles and just exploring a little bit more of what Europe has to offer and maybe just moving away from that ridiculous hopped IPA. It's like that's that's not the pinnacle of craft beer, my friends. Contrary to popular belief. They're damn tasty. They're damn tasty, but they're just overdone. Yeah. So uh, let's pump the brakes on that and uh, moving into 2019, I'd like to see more of a, a prominence in the lagers, the pilsners, and the, uh, the stouts. Yeah, I'd personally be really happy to see a few more pilsners yep. rising up. But also, like, I'm pretty happy with the Brute IPAs. I haven't had a bad experience with those no, so far. Same. I love the idea of, like, mixing the idea, like the wine and beer. So we've seen a lot of, like, rosé stuff coming out where you're yeah, doing the rosé beers, the rosé ciders. I'm I really happy about that, that. I just love that dry mouthfeel that those uh, style of IPA give you. Mm-hmm. And it kind of mimics a sour in a way where you get, like, that nice dry taste, but, like, it's got a little something extra, a little something fruity mm. without being sweet. Couldn't agree more. So, I want to ask you, what were your top five beers of 2018? All right. So, my top five beers, we have it written down just because you could, you're asking me this today, and this could possibly change. So, my first, my, my fifth beer. My, number right, five. Number Starting five. from number five and going to yes. your number one. Which I'm actually enjoying right now is uh, Goat by 
Bent Water Brewing Company out of uh, Lynn, Massachusetts. It is a Bach beer. Just very drinkable and delicious. I, I was surprised, too. I just tried it, and I didn't think that you were a Bach person. I didn't either. But this opened my eyes to... I honestly bought it because the can is hilarious. It's, yeah, it's like a Tom Brady. It's a Tom Brady play on, you know, it's, there's a big And it's a goat with a helmet on, so yeah. it's hilarious. Yeah. What's your number four? Uh, 1620 New England Style IPA by Ipswich Ale, um, which is a hazy-ass IPA. Um, oh, that's juicy. nice. Yeah, it's, it's so funny. top five. Yeah, I, uh, I really enjoyed it, and I'm happy to see that Ipswich Ale is producing... Um, a different style beer and a really really good one and they're doing kick-ass things with that one and i know for the future they're going to be doing some variants on that so i'm super excited to see what's next number three our good friend seth over at true north is a masterful brewer truly an artist and i feel like his game is tight i feel like when angelica and crew and seth listens to this episode they might roll their eyes that I, this is my top this is my top five but i love their cerveza yeah it's one of the easiest drinking beers that they have it's so good uh mexican style lager you would think like think like any mexican style beer on the most amazing steroids yeah and and just so masterfully crafted i don't know how to explain it but it's just the most balanced beer Mm -hmm. that we've had Truly impressed by Seth. Yes. My number two was the Creme Brulee Porter by Three Nations out of Farmer's Branch, Texas. And if you listened to my episode last week, I ooh and odd about it for about two and a half minutes. So I'll save you the... Yeah, and then we edited part of that out too. It's just delicious. Shut up about it. It's one of those dessert stouts that you need to try. Uh, So if you don't live in Texas, try to trade for it because it's... It's running out quick. Three nations. Gotcha. Three nations. What All up? right. And what's your number one? Uh, Hoptonius on holiday. Hoponius. Hoponius. <laughs> Hoponius <laughs> by, <can't. laughs> uh, by Jack's Abbey. And uh, I love Jack's Abbey so, 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 so much. Uh, they make great beer. And this beer is awesome. What are? Do you have any honorable mentions? I do. I have a couple ones. Uh, so my, this is in no particular order. Uh, Mighty Squirrel Cosmic Distortion. Love really it. good. Love it. Uh, Funnel Cake Ale by Community Brewing Company, Dallas, Texas. Uh, Jelly's Drink, Jelly's Underscore Drink, sent that to us, and we loved it. That and the Snickerdoodle was incredible. And then uh, Pearly Wit by Springdale, which is also Jack's Abbey. So those are my top beers of 2018, and uh, they're all different. <laughs> so, yeah, it's cool because yeah. some of them are from you know local places, but others are from trades that we yeah. got. So And the cool thing was is both Emily and I – had a lot of the same top five yeah but like you we, already mentioned a couple yeah of we all mentioned we were just like, oh, shit, unfortunately there's yeah, a yeah. little overlap but i'll i'll do mine yeah. so my number five is the cloud candy by mighty squirrel that is a new england ipa and my number four is the lunch by main brewing yum also an ipa just fabulously brewed i couldn't make it number one because my number one was just like a real punch in the face kind of one but the lunch by main brewing is way up there really enjoyable my number three is the raspberry beret by Streetside brewery out of cincinnati and catastrophe sent that to us they 
Thank you, Catastrophe. You have opened my eyes to so many new styles. The Raspberry Beret, not only was I obsessed with the packaging, but it was such a balanced beer. It was sweet. It was sour. It was like a little bit bitter and it was just perfect. I couldn't get enough of that color. It just had the most beautiful ripe like raspberry color obsessed it's as they say in the in the industry it was delicious it was tight beer <laughs> is tight my number two is the pump king by southern tier new york of baby. new york the pump king if you guys haven't gotten your hands on that it's probably impossible at this point i but still have a bottle if you'd like one. oh I still have a bottle. yeah so I'm going to be stealing that from Matt yeah, because that. that was one that I turned a lot of people on to. They were serving it on tap at a lot of Boston bars. So that was amazing to see. I was able to get a lot of my friends to try it that way. The pumpkin was just like knocked it out of the park with a fall pumpkin beer. It had the cinnamon, the nutmeg, the ginger, but it also had pumpkin. It was just everything. And it was like dessert and sweet and mm, my number one. I probably talked about this at least once on every episode. And I may have mo- have may have already mentioned it. And it is the Cosmic Distortion by Mighty Squirrel. Yeah. There are no words to describe how much I appreciate this beer. And them. And them. They're cool. But it truly is the best. I wear my Mighty Squirrel hat around Boston a lot, and I've had people ask me like what that is. And so I've been able to be like, it's Mighty Squirrel. Like, yeah. I love them. And their double IPA is my number one the cosmic distortion also just uh congratulations they had an v- amazingly successful opening i was there on opening night got to give naveen a hug so cheers to naveen and their crew at mighty squirrel because and adam and yeah adam yeah they're like holy shit uh they had like a they had a really really tight band there and it was just really good yeah it looked atmosphere. like a party it was awesome <laughs> it was a party i was tired after <laughs> so those they're out of waltham yep. uh, but they distribute as well right so yes. Um, hopefully you guys will be if you're local to us you'll be able to find them at like you know the cappies or and even if you're not local to us hit us up in the dms yeah we can do a little train. we know you a know, couple we can people slip a little train. Know a couple people and my honorable mentions so the judah by essex county I love judah that was so close on the list it was so close yeah that's way up there for me like it, it's kind of hard to put these in any particular yeah. order because they're all so different but the judah that was a new england ipa as well right yes and the other honorable mentions I have is the BA Imperial Marshmallow Fluff Nutcase Porter. Mouthful. That is a mouthful, but it was a mouthful. It was this marshmallow fluff peanut butter porter that was just as heavy and like sweet and desserty as that sounds. It was a really enjoyable beer. Even I think I tried it and it was like the middle of summer. Yeah, it was, it was super it was. down. And that was another one sent by Catastrophe. Yeah, it you really got the flavor of the marshmallow fluff on the finish and it was so nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's Listerman Brewing Company out of Cincinnati as well. And my other honorable mention goes to the Snickerdoodle Ale out of community from Community Brewing out of Dallas. We got some amazing stuff from Community Brewing. They're doing a great job. Really impressed by what they did with that Snickerdoodle Ale. It was like cinnamony and it it actually tasted like a cookie. But again, not too sweet. So now that our favorite beers are out of the way, I wanted to ask you, Matt goes to a lot more breweries than me. Um, You're just kind of like the guy who's like the bartender recognizes you and 
you know you have your regular spots but what's been your favorite brewery atmosphere of all the places you've been to this year uh so i will give you three three we've thrown in a little surprise with you i will say number one i had my birthday there true north hills massachusetts Mm -hmm. my number two is jack's abbey in springdale they're both tied for number two because they're one and the same (laughs) even though springdale has a completely separate tap room just an awesome feel industrial and then it's like fancy really 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 cool great beers truthfully a beer for everyone on tap there number three is essex county brewing yeah, their space done is such so a nice job with that cute space. yeah it's awesome just a really nice place and i was talking with a co-worker today and what we like about breweries is you can sometimes just go there maybe not see someone for five years and catch up and talk and it's a good environment all those places embody that that idea where you can just kind of go and talk and enjoy all of the all of the above yeah i think about it's, it's about being comfortable so i think they the essex county guys really put a lot of thought into that space and making it feel homey and comfortable um giving just like a nice vibe for people to come together like you were saying like with old friends maybe someone you haven't seen in a long time and yep. you just kind of feel like comfy or if you need to like do business or work it's just it's good yeah it gets the juices flowing yeah. And that's not to mean that I do not like any of the other places we visited because all the for you there's probably the too places, many to mention. Yeah, all the places are all honorable mentions that ask me tomorrow, my answers will change. Except for True North, I love you guys. Like, it's just that's True my, North is my choice. True North, it's that's just, my that's my number one. We live so close to them. I also, I mean, maybe I have a little bit of bias because like my cousin helped build oh, yeah. their interior space, but I thought that it was just so tastefully done. There was also a lot of thought put into that space. It's got really high ceilings, uh, but it's not too echoey. They've got like the exposed beams and the fans. And then they have like that beautiful bar with the, you know, that giant piece of the, you know, wood and uh, the, the sort of picnic tables. It's just a really nice feel in there. And I can tell like how comfortable people are when they're there. Yep. And I love the little outdoor patio as well. And there's ample parking. Yeah, there and that's is. why night shift can't get my vote on that personally because i like parking but i do love night shifts atmosphere so i'll put them up on my list cool but i get very stressed when it comes to going there because i don't know where yes. to park my suggestion is just uber is uber yeah just uber 100%. it it's, even, it's really like, easy even the cats at the bar room will just say just uber yeah a little Tap easier yeah. um so matt so. i want to kind of play a game with you <laughs> so nice. i thought it would be fun to do a word association love with it. you so I am your psychiatrist, mm. and I am trying to gauge just how interested in beer you are. So do you need a single word? So you say, for example, if you said blue, I would say sky. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just going to start from the top. Okay. Beer. Community. American IPA. Cool. I'm I don't know. Sorry. Dessert. Oh, stouts. Local community steak whatever natural like <laughs> you can't think about it uh natural uh organic that was like the first thing that came to just, mind. just say the first thing yeah. that comes to mind social uh breweries artisan uh, beer 
<laughs> yeah. Massachusetts. Beer. <laughs> Beer. Community. Brewing industry. Famous. Brew roots were famous, right? <laughs> no, no. Yeah, that was the first thing. Post. Malone. I, kn- <laughs> I did that on purpose. Yeah. Technology. Scary. Classic. The only thing that came in my word was classic. This. The only word that came in my head was classic because I say classic all the classic. time. Classic. All right, I'll move on. Struggle. Social media. <laughs> <laughs> Energy. Sleep. Health. You heard it. Um, uh, sleep. More sleep. Tacos. Tuesday. All right, that's the game. Yeah, that was weird. I you don't know. Failed. Why you, I don't know why you asked. What did you think? I, I was thought it would answer? be fun to do it on the fly. It's it's this is word association. There's no wrong answers. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry for the listeners who had to go through that. That was probably <laughs> painful for you. <laughs> All right, so Matt, what's coming up in 2019? This is our last episode of 2018. We're kicking off the season in just about a month or so. Yeah. What's coming up? So I haven't discussed this this Emily, but um. We are ending. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so, like, um, so 2019 is going to be a huge season for us. Um, we are getting guests that you wouldn't even imagine. Uh, we've really, we've got a tight set list. Yeah, next we, year. I I hate to even. We can't. I can't spoil it as much as I want to. Uh, we're going to have some returning guests, right? So we're going to have people. We're doing a, a checkup a year from now. So we're going to see like where they're at. Um, because I think that's a really cool story that we haven't told yet. And we have some really cool people to follow up with, yes. too. And, I mean, that'll be maybe more towards the end of 2018, talking to, like, Channel Marker, yep. talking to Mighty Squirrel. Essex County. Yeah. Yep. Um, we are going to be doing some more interactive episodes. So what that means is we want to know about your beer area. Because you're learning a lot about the Massachusetts, specifically the eastern side of Massachusetts. Um, and I hear you guys on the west. I hear you guys on the south shore. We are going to be interviewing people on the south shore, west side of Massachusetts, uh, more Canada central Boston. Well. I would really no, like to yeah, talk to yeah, yeah. Canadians. Uh, but we are going to try to expand beyond New England as well. And we realize that, you know, we can't always travel yes. to where we want to be so we want to talk to you guys remotely so we can do something via skype instagram yep. live but we want our listeners to really have a voice in this yes. and talk to us about your beer scene so in we're the episodes be... coming up in 2019 we're imagining some sound bites yeah so what we're going to be doing is uh kind of a, like a where in the world is brew roots so we're going to be talking to the people from let's say california and at the end we kind of disclose all right so we've been talking to someone from california this is what their beer scenes like this is what's hot there uh so that's going to be kind of what's coming on tap for us yeah and if you guys want to participate or you want to get involved and start setting things yep. up just dm us yeah and we're going to be getting into more giveaways and hopefully some merch we tried to do merch in 2018 and that's some that's a goal for us to do merch not that we're trying to make money or monopolize on this but we're we are trying to built something it's just something people are asking yeah people are asking for more stickers i've been so bad at sending stickers out i'm sorry (laughs) i'm sorry that i don't ship things promptly i just want to throw that out there yeah i just want to throw that out there i suck at shipping things properly we're also hoping that in 2019 there will be a brew roots beer yes there that will be i i can i can tell you there will be a brew roots beer yeah if I homebrew it or if, <laughs> if somebody does it, there will be a brew. We've had a couple of offers, and I think we're ready to take people uh, up on them. But uh, 
other things is we're gonna we're gonna include we're gonna improve the quality of the podcast uh yeah, so that was a struggling big, with the editing yeah, i think it's been a that was a big thing from 2016 to 2017 we've inc- we have incredible incredible gear but uh we need to use the bigger we realize we need to use the gear better yeah we have nice gear let's make the most of it yep. editing is definitely a challenge with both of us working but we're hoping that we can really spend more time with it that mm-hmm. might mean bi-weekly episodes however it'll mean much higher quality for you guys correct and probably we're listening we probably to your feedback, will not, you know i'm gonna be honest with you we probably won't go bi-weekly we'll see we'll see so the last thing coming up um i guess i just I, I can't tease much more about like some of the big names that we've got on the books but really excited about the interviews coming up a lot of those we're actually tackling in december and then yes. we'll edit them and have them ready for our next season, next season yep. so really excited to get those queued up and hopefully some more collaborations with some yes. other people like some home brewers we've got we want to bring back people like angelica so some tap room managers for them to kind of talk about customer experience and the business side of the brewing industry and yep. I'm really excited about that. A lot of the way our episodes are going to be geared are going to be geared towards listener feedback. Yeah, what you guys want. And honestly, some of the breweries we got, um, this is kind of the, this is like the end of the episode. So we're going to just, this is our like, get off the stage for a moment. We got to thank people. But like a lot of this. We have a lot of thanks to give. Yes. Um, and you might hear your name in this. Yes. So keep on listening. So we could not have gotten some of the guests that we got for next season, even and even this season uh without viewer support like you so i wanted to thank some of our instagram followers uh mommy beerus catastrophe the beer man sheena sip suds sasha's world beer selfies are cool you're an awesome dude boston beer girl underscore ej you are the shit mckilla queen you are the super duper shit yep i agree with that. erica faith pnw beer babe you are awesome Carl's underscore cooler. Give me a Schlitz. BS and Craft Beer. Claire underscore Kavanaugh. And Squirrel Trainer 449. And our Facebook followers, while we are not good at Facebook, we have some freaking awesome Facebook followers. So Doug Mahar, Shane Davis, my mom. Mom, I love you. Thank you so much. Eric Wright. And how could we close out this episode without giving a very very special thank you to our friend wire by ryan yes you have been so supportive of the podcast you've been up on our social media you've been kind of keeping us accountable keeping us consistent and we really appreciate you yeah and uh he's not even a beer drinker yeah he doesn't and he beer. still listens and he still supports and that's how you know you've got a true friend yes um and i would like to thank my parents for supporting this endeavor not financially but like always listening to the episodes and and saying they're good or you need to stop saying cool so much mm-hmm. um that's what my parents say like stop saying cool and i'd like to thank uh emily's folks because they allow they're us they're awesome yeah. and they listen to the podcast yeah. my mom gives great feedback i would also like to thank my coworkers who listen yes. and they give feedback my ex i don't even like to use that word ex coworkers who also listen and give feedback yep. You're awesome. That's Aaron. You know who you are. And yeah, and I'd like to thank all my coworkers, uh, past and present, who listen, encourage, and uh, I promise 2019 is going to be, be big. an amazing season. Uh, so just to give you an idea of how much we have grown in the in the last year, we have not had an episode that's had a less than a thousand listens. That's huge. Huge. 
for uh, a podcast that has zero advertising you know we're just two people who work full time we try to keep up with social yep you know we try to stay connected with you guys and we try to get the episodes out in a timely manner just to keep you know a consistent flow of content coming your way yeah we are recording this just to give you a little and breaking the fourth wall we are recording this at 10:21 at night i woke up at 6 a.m for work emily Same. woke up at 6 a.m for work i taught i worked for you did nine two hours jobs today i taught marching band and i came here i'm still wearing my work clothes i went to work and i had a dental cleaning yeah <laughs> so life is so hard so no no it's just we are committed to this yeah so. and our energy is still up even at 10 30 at night <sighs> thank you red bull and i would like to close out the episode by mentioning that our top episode mm -hmm. the episode with the most listens is channel marker brewery channel marker brewing oh yes. my god i always yes. screw that up and they have channel even marker brewing <laughs> they haven't even opened yet and their episode got 2257 listens that's a huge number for podcasts and they are awesome they're out of beverly mass yes. hopefully they're going to be opening very soon when we interviewed them they were like still painting the walls they yes. were under construction they were working nights doing it and we're so excited for them to open up yes we have seen a huge increase since we've done our untapped episode so ever since we got the opportunity to interview untapped we've seen huge huge increase and yeah like i said we haven't had an episode under a thousand listens so thank you everyone that listens all 1000 of you plus and we hope that <laughs> and you more. have more. very happy holidays yes we hope you have a great new year set some resolutions my new year's resolution is to drink more beer my new year's resolution is to drink the same amount of beer but work out more yeah also, I would like to drink more variety of beer. Yes. And get that those 50 states on our map scratched off by the end of 2019. Hell to the yes. And that includes Alaska and Hawaii, my we'll friends. We'll get that. We'll get that. We have to we have to scratch Georgia's off. Yeah. Georgia's on there. Yep. We got Georgia. And we got and North been, Carolina. I've been trying to get Georgia forever. Yep. So, yeah. So, if this is your first time listening to Brew Roots... You should probably listen to the rest of you the You have episodes. a great opportunity because we're taking a little bit of a, a break. We're not going anywhere. Just a month off. Holidays. You guys aren't going to listen during the holidays. But if you are, <laughs> binge watch... All, binge listen all 42 episodes that we have right now. Um, and you can kind of see our progress. Where we've made. Because I'm... I'm going to echo the question I ask at the end of the brewery interview. What are you most proud of, Emily? I am most proud of the fact that we've been able to put out an episode every single week consistently through all of the challenges that we've had this year. We've just, we've pushed and we've pushed and we've made it happen with us traveling, me being sick all the time. I'm proud of you specifically for going out and doing those interviews. I'm just really proud of the consistency and the energy that we've kept going consistently through the year. I agree with consistency. that. Consistency. Can I just say it one more time? Consistency. Um, and I am proud of Emily coming in midway with a week's notice and taking over the very capable hands of Valley Bull and running with it and making it your own. And it's yeah. been a fun year. It's been a fun year. I mean, I can't imagine doing it with anyone else. My first episode, I was like shaking. Yeah. I was like so nervous to hear my own voice. Now it's like, oh, we got to do it. We got to do yeah. it. Yeah. 
So we will see you guys in 2019. Um, we are going to actually be at an event next Friday at Down the Road Brewing Company. It's a closed off event, but if I know some of our listeners will probably be there. It's Say tasting. hi, and yeah. uh, we will see you then. Otherwise, drink great beer, have an amazing holiday, and a safe holiday. And we'll catch you in 2019. Anything else, Emma? No. All I have to say is cheers. Cheers. Well, wine is fine, but give me lots of beer. Want to drink some beer, talk some trash this morning. Let's drink some beer till the rooster crows and darling. Well, the wine is fine, but give me lots of beer. Well, in the morning, yes, in the afternoon, yes, in the evening. much ale you get put in jail so i think i'll stick to homebrew drink it in the morning at a little stout a little stout to make your folk way out drink it by the case and order some more call all the neighbors here right next door well in the evening well in the afternoon drink beer well in the evening drink beer Lots of beer.